Welcome all to the Katsa Live Advocacy Update uh, with Alex. Alex is here with me. I'm Logan. But uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. I hope everybody else out there is having a, a wonderful Saturday as well. Um, what do we got on the docket this week, Alex? Let's just kick this thing right off. Well, so, yeah, speaking of kicking things off, I wanted to start by highlighting Vapril. Um, this is, uh, of course, included in our, our blog post this week, um, but this comes from the UK. Uh, this is UK VIA, that's the UK Vaping Industry Association, uh, sponsors this and promotes it. Um, and, you know, what a great campaign for people uh, to, to, to gain awareness of, of vapor products and, and, and some education. Uh, and of course they have, uh, some tools here on their website, uh, for, for promoting this. And of course, resources for people who are curious about quitting smoking by switching to vaping. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think this is great. It looks, it looks good. And, you know, the, the beautiful thing about this is, uh, it's it's really not exclusive to the UK. This is information you can apply just about anywhere. Um, certainly, the, you know, the support's going to be different depending on where you live. Um, if you live in New York State, for example, you may not be able to hop down to the nearest vape shop and find all of the wonderful products that can help you. Um, yes. But if you if you do live in a part of the country or a part of the world where vape shops are, are sold, um, you know, in an adult way, uh, then... Um, then yeah, this this can be a, a, a real big benefit, and 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 we're you know happy to promote this as as widely as we can. Obviously, we're talking about it right now, and it's in our blog post. Um, but a really great campaign, and uh, I, I I hope that uh, I hope we can participate in something uh, you know in the United States specifically to to for folks here. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to make sure I got that at the top. Yeah, um, so April, happy April, everyone. Yeah, follow it's, it on. This isn't you know, the first time they've done it. This is a campaign they've ran in the past as well. This isn't. Uh, I, I want to say this is like the second year, second or third year. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know for sure. I saw this last year as well. I can't remember if it if it's older than that though. Um, but it's it's just great. Yeah, it's just great. I mean, I would love to see something like this here. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Getting right into the rundown at the top here with the legislation, we'll come back to the, uh, the blog post here. Real quick, um, HB 110 in Alaska. Uh, this popped up on, was was, was put on my radar. Uh, and uh, it has a couple of hearings coming up this coming week. Um, so on Monday, April 5th, this is kind of a invitation only testimony type hearing. Um, so not open to the public, but there is a public hearing on April 9th. Let's see if we can make that bigger for folks. There we go. Um, so April 9th, uh, that's Friday, 8 a.m. Uh, these are these are teleconference. This is how Alaska does things. Um, so uh, folks can uh, participate through that. Um, and also, of course, send in written testimony. Um, this is, uh, it, it raises the age to 21. Uh, but uh, it is also a 75% wholesale tax. Ouch. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty high. Uh, not the highest tax that we'll be talking about this week, mm. but um, certainly, um, well- It's not a small any, tax though, by any means. Not a small tax. 75% is very high. Um, so uh, it's not Vermont high, it's not Minnesota high, but it's high. Um, yeah. 
So uh, yeah, that's HB 110 and uh, look for something to come out from us uh, probably on Monday about this. Moving right along, uh, Missouri has another bill, uh, HB 517, as shown here in Technicolor. Um, this ha also has a hearing next week uh, on the 7th, so that is Wednesday uh, at 12 p.m. or upon morning recess, whichever is later. Uh, all of the details are on the state's uh, bill page, and I will be putting out an engagement for this because uh, this has a, um, oh, I, I forgot to cue that up, did I? No, I didn't. This has witness forms. This is something that works out pretty well in Illinois. Uh, and so we'll be sending people to fill this out. Uh, you can obviously testify as an individual uh, and you can of course leave your, your statement, uh, uh, encourage people to leave um, their stories about how quitting vaping is important. Uh, if you would like to opine on uh, the significance of keeping tobacco regulations at, at the state level uh, and, and not allowing municipalities to um, enact their own regulations. We talked about this, I think, when we talked about Rhode Island. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we talked about this when we talked about all the, the preemption stuff. Yeah, uh, but I will just the week before. Just, just for the benefit of folks who, who this is your first time listening to the podcast, um, you know, one of the reasons why we prefer state level preemption for tobacco regulations is that oftentimes, you know, city councils are really not equipped to be making these decisions. Um, you know, there are obviously things that municipalities need to decide for their, uh, for their city, for their region, and so on. Um, but when it comes to, to pretty heavy, t uh, public health regulation like this, city council members are not really, they don't necessarily always come from the background that they need to make these decisions. They don't have access to the same resources that the state does. And really all that boils down to is uh, city councils and county government are, they tend to be easier to manipulate. And as we have seen with uh, kind of the uh, exposure on um uh, Michael Bloomberg's efforts and campaign for tobacco free kids and so on. Basically, that's the kind of campaign that they're running. It's a large scale misinformation campaign that, you know, it targets lawmakers and, of course, the general public with lots of scary sounding stuff. Um, so anyway, HB 517 in Missouri or Missouri um, that is coming up this week. And uh, we'll put this up on our site. So it's really easy for people to find the witness form. Um, Closing all of these. Um, and here is uh, the Missouri Smoke Free page uh, for those who want to read uh, the uh, statement that came out from Missouri Smoke Free about this. Uh, and of course, they also have a link in here to submit your witness forms. Um, the next thing is going to be Indiana. Um, Indiana, let me just make that nice and big. Here we go. Indiana, there's a beautiful shot of the state house in Indiana, um, is uh, waiting for the GOP version of the state's budget to drop. Uh, and it is uh, expected that they will be introducing a 10% retail tax as part of that budget. Uh, at the same time, they are not raising the tax on cigarettes. Um, uh, just for some context, uh, the 10% uh, retail tax actually brings it total 
to it's like a 17% retail tax that the the uh, retail the sales tax in Indiana is 7%. So 17% total on uh, vapor products. Uh, I think this got into consumable products. So actually, it would just be on e-liquid. Um, and, you know, an interesting note here that um, uh, oftentimes we will see businesses come out in support of these things. I, I'm not I don't I, I'm not interested in, in blowing up the, 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 the trade association in, in Indiana, but I think it's worth pointing out that um, you know, it, oftentimes the industry is put in a position where they feel they have to accept a tax. Uh, it's part of the negotiating process. Ten um, percent is is from from our perspective. Ten percent is too high. Uh, you know, five percent is too high. One percent is too high. These are extra taxes on products that people are using to improve their health. They should not have to pay extra. Um, and in all fairness, it's not the industry that's that's taking this tax. Uh, it's the consumer that pays it. This is a retail tax. Absolutely. Um, certainly businesses incur some expenses in, in, in you know, accounting and, and managing this and sending off checks and potentially losing business to neighboring states, um, which that last point, I think, is sort of the point that they're making here, which is, uh, you know, a 10 percent retail tax doesn't make it totally uh, uh, impossible for them to compete. Uh, and so. That's kind of the very difficult balance, I think, that folks are trying to, to reach here. Uh, and, and, and really all of that to say it, it's this stuff usually ends up being uh, a lot more nuanced and complicated than just saying, no, we don't want to tax. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's that's the story in Indiana. So anyway, uh, be on. The, we are on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for the GOP version of the Indiana state budget to drop. Uh, it could could happen as soon as Monday. Uh, and then we'll know more details and uh, see what's going on with that. Um, but it sounds like at the moment, the industry is supportive of this tax. Um, so Indiana may be looking at a 10% retail tax on vapor products. Coming up next, West Virginia. <laughs> um, this has been out there for probably a month or more. Um, Governor Jim Justice, I believe, um, which is just the best name for a governor. Governor um, Jim Justice. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, Governor Justice does not have a very good sense of, of justice or fairness and is proposing a 75 cent per milliliter tax on e-liquid. Uh, right now, that pains me. That physically pains yeah. me to think about that tax. I, I didn't know if you were doubling over in pain or reaching for a glass of water. So I think a little bit of both, honestly. Uh, I would probably just spit it right back out, though. Seventy-five cents per mil. Yeah, yeah. So on a hundred milliliter bottle, that Which is, is this. seventy-five. I up for people uh, just to show because I knew we would talk about this. this is a, I'm not going to. Sorry for advertising or whatever brands, but this is a hundred mil bottle. This right here, this bottle, 100 mils, that bottle would end up carrying a $75 tax on it, just in tax. How much did you pay for for the bottle? That bottle cost me, we'll say roughly maybe 23, 24 bucks total, (laughs) total. That's with, with included tax and everything. So I'm, I'm bad. I mean, that's, that's almost i I'm bad with the, with the math sometimes that's almost a 300%. Yeah. Yeah. Tax, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like be, well, four times, 300% would be like a four times increase. So 
like a 200%, I guess, increase, but in just the tax. So yeah, once you add on the cost of the bottle itself after the tax, yeah, it'd be like a 300% increase on the cost. I'm, I'm bad at math and I decided to do it live. I don't know. Me and Danielle had a long conversation <laughs> about percentage increases and what it, <laughs> what it means. It's complicated, but yeah, that's it. You know, one 100 mil bottle. And I think for a lot of people, I don't know. It depends on how you vape. If you're using a, a you know high ohm, low wattage device, a hundred mil bottle might last you a significant amount of time. But if you're someone using a low ohm, high wattage device, you know, producing a lot of clouds, thick clouds, that hundred mil bottle might only last you a week or two at best. You know, and you'd be looking at like a hundred bucks for that bottle. That's crazy. That's craziness. Yeah. Well, compared, yeah. you know, uh, compared to the cost of buying a pack of cigarettes or or what it would cost you to smoke every week. Yeah, uh, some fun facts about West Virginia. Um, West Virginia has uh, one of the highest smoking rates in the country. Uh, West Virginia and Kentucky tend to trade places for who has the highest. I think I looked at some of the, the language from uh, uh, part of the the budget and uh it's something like a 28 percent smoking prevalence in in west virginia um only about 8.2 percent of of west virginians use smokeless tobacco um so yeah smoking still huge deal in west virginia uh and now the governor is going to make it uh very very unattractive to find safer alternatives so, yeah um so yeah yeah i know i know if i was going to you know maybe try and quit smoking and I walk into a vape shop to, 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 you know, take this product into consideration. And they were like, Oh, this is going to be a hundred dollar for one, you know, a hundred bucks for one bottle. Yeah. I'm probably going to walk back out and just go buy my pack of smokes. You know, that's, yeah. that's the reality yeah. of that situation. And, and it's uh it's a huge deterrent for people to switch. And like, you know, we've, we've always talked about um, that kind of price point, that initial switching price point. Um, has always kind of been a barrier for some people, you know, to, to go buy a $40 starter kit and then a $20 bottle of e-liquid and then maybe a few extra coils to go with it. There's that startup cost. But then the, the other side of that was that it would be cheaper in the long run financially for you to switch to vaping. And this, this tax just throws that whole incentive right out of the window. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be this high, you know. I, I, it's uh, the people who smoke are price sensitive to begin with. People who vape yeah. seem to become more price sensitive uh, now that they've uh, now that we experience saving a bunch of money, uh, having to fork some of that over to the state for just irrational tax um, just doesn't uh, doesn't compute. So, no. um, and and yeah, and it and it will discourage people. Yeah. So yeah. I have I have one more. Are we ready, or do we want to keep talking about West Virginia? So in West Virginia, no. All right, we're, I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's move on. All right. So uh, we got some some good news uh, out of Kentucky uh, that uh, the state removed the 15 percent wholesale tax, I believe, on 15 uh, percent tax uh, on uh, hardware. Much to the chagrin of the American Cancer Society, of course, uh, yawn and end of end of their perspective on this. Um, but uh, yeah, good news in Kentucky. Congratulations to the folks who worked on this. 
uh, and getting that tax removed at least partly from vapor products. Um, certainly a move in the right direction. So I just love it when we have good news on this show. Yeah, everybody likes good news. I really enjoy having good news on this show. All right, I guess I guess that's going to do it. I feel like this is a good. That's a great way to end this uh, this week's conversation here, this week's podcast. So, uh, thank you to everyone out there on Facebook and on YouTube right now who joined us today. Uh, like Alex said, we appreciate each and every one of you guys, you folks, for tuning in. Um, the podcast will be available for everyone first thing Monday morning. It is slightly shortened down, a little easier to digest for everybody out there as far as the need to know kind of stuff. And then um, right here on YouTube and Facebook, you can get all the extra bonus goody, goody stuff, the conversations that me and Alex have. Um, I guess I guess that's where we'll wrap it up this week. Any, any other closing thoughts, Alex? Smash that like button. Yeah. <laughs> Subscribe. And, punch uh, your computer and uh, <laughs> punch your notification bell yeah punch the notification <laughs> bell that way you guys all know when we're going live um and i guess that'll do it my my final thoughts everybody just stay safe um be excellent to each other and we will see you guys next week all right we're out of here <laughs>